0: Good afternoon and welcome to In The Know with Jenny. (laughs) How are you all today? I hope you're doing well. We're having a little technical problems with Elizabeth, our guest who's supposed to be on the show today. Well, I just want to say I'm so happy to be here. Uh, It's been a crazy week on my end. I don't know about you guys, but I've been keeping my eyes on the news and it's kind of frightening if you ask me. So happy Ash Wednesday to everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, I, we had a really good show last week. Huh? It was fun, and I'm glad you were here with me for the ride. Um, but before we get started, since we're waiting for our guest, um, Elizabeth Statlander, um, she's a highly qualified mental health professional with a diverse range of specialties and training in different therapy modules and her educational background and in clinical experience, including, oh boy, therapy, marriage, family, clinical internships. She's a lead felicitator. And I strongly recommend if you get a chance to check out her website, um, she is really uh, up on things. and so Let me see what she's she can't get in. Hmm. I'm not sure why she can't get in. Uh, Elizabeth, let me see. You can't open it, honey. You can't, you're going to have to go to Safari to open it. If you're using your phone and you're going to have to follow the link, copy the link into it. If you're having really bad trouble, I can always, you can always call in, call in. We can do it that way. Um, Streamyards is not that hard but when you're using a phone it is so okay hey elizabeth can you hear me okay
1: yeah i can hear you but i cannot
0: download your link yeah you have to do if you're using an iphone you have to go into safari and copy the link in there and open it in a browser in safari if you're using a laptop all you have to do is click the link Yeah, because an iPad, you have to you have to actually go, and you have to go open Safari, and you have to copy the link and put it in a browser.
1: Okay, here's I have Safari browser.
0: Yeah, you go to Streamyards. You have to open the link in that in in Safari. Just okay. copy the link.
1: Let me, let me try this again. Let me, tr- let me try it again. Um
0: do you want me to let you go? Are you starting a show? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're already live, (laughs) hon. Yeah, we're, we have you on the, um, sorry, your audio is on. So all you have to do is click the link. If it's going to be hard, I wanted to have people call in, but we, they can hear you now. If it's too much of a hassle, you can just, I just don't know why this is so difficult. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) try this one more time yeah you just go into safari and copy the link and paste it into the browser okay that's why i don't use my phone when i do it's just it's just a pain to do it that way yeah i feel terrible because i cannot make this work um let me see i just we had travis walton figure it out (laughs) he's he is, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a he's an older dude um, um okay so I, get, I click the link and i okay it's gonna ask you for your name and you put your name in this is an educational for people this is an educational show It's for teaching you i <laughs> don't know
1: how to do this this is what goes on okay so i'm going to Messenger. And
0: I am, you copy, um, you copy the, the link and you put it in your Safari browser and hit, hit search copy, and then it'll pull it up. I hit copy and then,
1: so I, I hit Safari, but my search app is Google.
0: Well, I'm, if you're using an iPad, it might not work if you, if you don't have, you can try Google in, in, in an iPad, but I highly doubt it'll work. Yeah, you have to use Safari. If you're using an iPad or an iPhone or and I don't know how to do that. Cuz Safari Okay, we can just do the show here. Wait, is this an app. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to Safari app Cuz no big deal cuz we can always do it like this and we just won't have any call-ins that people can chat. And if you're listening right now, you can go ahead and if you have any comments or questions, please go to the chat. Um <laughs> okay well just just ignore it um if every i would like if someone is watching right now if they can hear her all right because i'm using my mic on my phone on my cell phone i don't know if anybody's listening um kelly yeah it's hard for the, the people can't hear you no.
1: All right. It's hard to you, hear on my end, too. Can you
0: hear her any better now? I can hear you guys really well. Kelly, can you hear her any better? Not really. Mm, this is going to be...
1: Do you want me to call on your cell phone instead of through Facebook?
0: Uh, you can try that. Um, You call the number on the screen if you can see it. Um... OK, I'm sorry, folks, we're calling from this. If you're turning in live, we're on FM 105.3 in New Orleans and 107.1 in New Orleans. And if you have any questions on YouTube or Facebook, please put them in the chat. OK, Um, I have to pull up my I don't have it. Wait a minute. OK, seven, two, four, six, two, three, two, two, nine, nine. And I'm going to hang up on this. Can okay, you see I'm it? Right now. Okay, let me let me hang up. Okay. I don't how to hang up the phone. Sorry, folks, for this uh, inconvenience. Um she is very good. We're gonna be talking about narcissism today. Um, if you know anybody who is a narcissist in your life, um, it can be really challenging. I know I have a couple in my life who are narcissists. <laughs> what I think is a narcissist and I hope she can figure out how to call. (laughs) This should be a comedy show today. Um, I'm thinking she's having a hard time calling in. Oh my God. Here I will text her. (laughs) Lord help us all in this world. Okay. I will call her. If you have any questions. Okay. Here she comes. She's calling back. You can't call either.
1: <laughs> Hi,
0: no. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna text you my personal number, okay? Okay. Okay. Oh Lord help us. Oh, Lord help us all. It's okay. It's okay. She's okay. Okay. I do apologize, folks. Live television, live radio. This is the things that happen. <laughs> and only on my end it always happens. So, okay, she's going to be calling and I hope she, she can hear, I hope you'll be able to hear her now. Okay, Elizabeth.
1: Okay. Can,
0: uh, <laughs> Kelly, can you hear any better? Can you say something again, Elizabeth? Can you, can you say something? Yes. Hi, this is Elizabeth Statlander.
1: From Miami, Florida. It sounds about Miami the same. On
0: something FM. I'm sorry, Kelly. It sounds about the same. It's still kind of hard to hear. Okay, well, I'm going to turn up my mic. Um, I hate doing this because it can get really, 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 really loud, and I'll probably well, end up. Well,
1: it- you're doing that. I'm going to on my other. I'm going to try as we're talking through this phone to make this work on my iPad. So we might, if I'm, if I can do two things at one time, it might actually work. So why don't we just go ahead and start the interview and I'll see what I can do on my iPad in the meantime. Okay. Try- well, it sounds better now.
0: It sounds better. Cause I turned you way up. Okay. okay. Um, okay. I turned my mic up. So I'm sorry folks. If you sound, if I sound too loud. Okay. So Elizabeth, um, how, how, I have a number of questions for you right now. Um, Today, it seems like there's, it's having a relationship with someone is very difficult. And Mm -hmm. last week we talked about um, dating. Okay. We talked about dating and I know a lot of people have issues with family members or they're in a relationship with someone who is a narcissist. And one of my things is, how, what is an artist? Let's just start right there. What is a narcissist?
1: Okay. Actually, that's a great place to start because narcissism has become so part of the mainstream pop culture that a true narcissist, what a true narcissist is, has been very lost. So if we're talking clinically, um, a narcissist is somebody who has a personality disorder. And a personality disorder is a lifelong pervasive pattern of behavior that starts in early adolescence and continues to develop throughout adulthood. Mm -hmm. So when you think of narcissism and you think of any personality disorder, of which there are 13, you're thinking of a very, like, again, it's a lifelong, but very... Um, predictable pattern of behavior. So when we're thinking about narcissism, we're thinking about a predictive pattern of somebody who really only understands the world through their own eyes. They are not, they lack the ability to feel for other people. So when we hear that narcissists lack empathy, they, they do, meaning that they can only feel their own feelings. Mm-hmm. They don't really connect to or feel other people's feelings. And if you don't think about other people in relationships, in anything in life, um, and you're on the other side of that, it's quite painful. Mm-hmm. Because the narcissist is always looking to promote their own needs get their own needs met and they will exploit anybody to do that um and and they're very arrogant they think they deserve special treatment and they can present in a very you know various ways but typically they can be very critical very rageful um they have you know and um, these unreasonable expectations that if they say jump, everyone's supposed to say how high and they can do an act however they want, but they don't um, accept anyone's behavior outside of themselves unless it's exactly what they want. That's how I would define an narcissist. <laughs> in a long breath. <sighs>
0: That's a lot. Um, so, so what, what can we do? Like, like, how can we avoid getting into, or let's just start with the relationships right now. How can we avoid getting into, like, is there something that we can do or some kind of like a screening test that we can do for someone? Yes, there is. There is. So one of
1: the things, I have a couple little tips I give my clients. Um, when you're going out on a date for the first time, um, you want to see if that person is interested in you. So are they sitting there talking about themselves all the time and not really asking you a lot of questions? Because if you find that happening, that's a little warning flag that you could be with a narcissist because, you know, normal people, there's an exchange back and forth. Well, you know, where are you from? Or where are you from? And tell me about yourself. And you know, you want to show interest when you're beginning a relationship. Narcissists will really focus on themselves and talk a lot about them just you know blah 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 they'll go on forever about themselves so that would be one one tip I would say the the other thing I always tell clients to look for if you're on a date with somebody new watch the way they treat the wait staff oh if they're on a first date with you and they're not even able to hold their you know th- their act together to be polite to a waiter or waitress or you know um you know a hostess do not go on a second date with them because what you saw there tonight you're going to be on the other side of that and it won't take too long
0: well i never thought of that one
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, very important um another thing you can do and this is kind of a a more challenging one and you know you might want to consult with a therapist you might want to you know call me if you're Really worried about this, but you know, you might want to ask about their family relationships. Are they close to their family? Do they have good relationships with their friends? Do they have long standing friendships? Um, and I think when you are meeting someone that doesn't speak to anyone in their family and or doesn't speak to their children or, um, you know, doesn't have any friends, and they'll give you a big sob story, don't fall for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ask questions. And if you can, you know, I think for a first date, those are a couple of things you can do to kind of keep yourself safe from a narcissist.
0: There you go. That, that's something like, well, does it, what if they just don't get along with their family? That doesn't mean they're a narcissist, right? Correct. And and that's a
1: great follow-up question because I wanted to mention that. So when you're looking at, you know, when you're looking at somebody that you want to date or you want to be serious with, um, you know, you, you potentially want to have as your significant other or friends, you want to be really picky because you're allowing somebody into your, your space. So while we don't want to judge anybody, because listen, I have problems with people in my family and, you know, we all do. That's why I have a job and that's understandable. But narcissists have a pattern of, they'll tell you that, you know, they will tell you that they don't speak to this one, they don't speak to that one. And you can listen to their to what they say and it's always the other person's fault. Mm -hmm. They'll they'll sort of play like a victim. So, you know, for most of us normal people, if we have arguments with somebody, most of us after you know, the initial defensiveness wears off, we can say, Okay, you know what, maybe what I said was wrong. I'm sorry. How do you you, know, you have a nice little you can have a little talk about it. Narcissists never ever ever ever
0: never take responsibility for anything. They
1: don't so, so no. So they will, you know, when they're talking about their family, they'll always be a victim. A victim of oh what my mother did and a victim of what my father did or a victim of
0: my Oh father. yeah.
1: They never have any role in it. So and again, these are kind of secret hints that I'm giving you that, you know, the average person doesn't, you know, wouldn't think of, but it's good to, you know, even listen to this show a couple times and jot these things down in a notebook and kind of, sometimes I have my clients carry these little tidbits with them on a notebook paper in their purse. Mm-hmm. So if they get nervous or they're, you know, something strikes them funny, they can, you know run to the bathroom and look at their list, or they can, you know, jot something down to ask Elizabeth in session or something. (laughs) So, you know, Pete, you don't want to be, yes, we could all have problems with our family. We all do. But with narcissists, again, there's always these extreme patterns of dysfunction in the relationship. And that's really what you want to look out for.
0: Well, you know, I have a friend who's, who's always complaining about narcissists but then they they constantly blame their family on their problems like you don't understand my my family was this way or that way uh it's not fair to me that just gives me like okay maybe maybe they're a narcissist you know they're yeah. just you know it's like hard to define it is and i think what's
1: making it more difficult is that I've noticed probably in the past let's say three to four years you know I'm a therapist that does a lot of online work so I have mm-hmm. lots of videos and you know I haven't in a while but I used to do live podcasts a couple times a week and I've noticed that over the past few years the concept of narcissism has kind of been stolen by the pop culture and become uh, the real true definition of a narcissist has kind of just vanished and everybody's a narcissist, you know, that's what
0: I, that's what I guess. What everybody, I, i found that too. Oh, they're a narcissist. They're a narcissist. And there's so many Facebook pages saying, you know, that narcissists giving you ideas. My, I'm involved with a narcissist. How do I deal with it? Well, then it, why? Okay. There's a the question. Why do people stay involved with these people if they're narcissists? Oof.
1: question um you know listen people so many of us make the you know we make the best decisions that we can with what we know Mm -hmm. at the time that we enter relationships and a lot of times we don't realize what we're dealing with until six months a year into it because narcissists a lot of times are they're such good con artists um, that they can put on a really good act for a while So, um, I think it could happen to anybody, you know, I think once you're in it, just like, just like when you're in any relationship, once Mm -hmm. you're invested emotionally, you keep thinking, okay, this person's going to change or maybe I'll be different. And a lot of it is connected back to, um, you know, your level of self-confidence and your understanding of your own value. And unfortunately, a lot of us forget about our own value and we focus on the other person's Mm -hmm. and when we do that we forget about ourselves and we get sucked into these very dysfunctional relationships and um it's complicated Mm -hmm. you know it's complicated why people do the things they do
0: yeah why they do the things that should be a show why do people do the same things over and over and I think like any any abusive
1: relationship, um, you know, I mean, people say, you know, they're afraid to leave because of the kids or they don't have any money resources to get out of a relationship. Um, you know, they've been married for so long and I've had clients that didn't realize that their partner was a narcissist. They just knew that there was so much dysfunction and toxicity in the relationship that they came in for help and after listening to their story, I would, you know, poke around and ask them questions and, you know, say, well, it kind of sounds like, you know, your wife or your husband has some narcissistic traits and oftentimes people will get quite defensive about that, you know? Well, no, they're not. Yeah. Well, just offering the idea, Mm -hmm. just offering the idea. We can, we can explore that more together. And I try to educate people and, let them decide of course with my guidance um you know what what are they dealing
0: with mm-hmm. kelly feel free to join and chime in anytime i just want to make sure you know that um i i've been looking at the narcissistic personality disorders that so that's a disorder so being a narcissist is a disorder yeah it t- clinically technically speaking
1: um, it is considered a personality disorder, which it's listed in our, um, we have a, a diagnostic manual and we're up to number five, which is quite different than the one I learned on, but, um, that's where the clinical definition of narcissism officially is. And that's the way we, we understand it as a cluster b personality disorder n- very different than a mental disorder mental mental disorders things like depression bipolar disorder ADHD those those mental disorders plus many 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 hundreds of more are considered temporary and treatable so we know through research that if we um, you know, give medication and and therapy, or one or the other, that we can arrest the symptoms of that particular disorder. But if we look at personality disorders, there's only really thirteen of them, in th- in three different clusters, and they're they're um they're much more complex. Hmm. So they're they're not the same as. You know someone who's depressed it's a, it's a you know you're depressed it's not your personality it's your it's it's you know maybe you, you just got out of a you know someone died or you're just going through something and you're depressed well uh-huh. when that circumstance changes and you get some new perspective it's going to be over but with a personality disorder it's 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 it doesn't change it's the way you are
0: oh wow so they're are they born like that or is this something that happens during the course of their lifetime? You know,
1: we're just starting, my field is actually so new. I mean, we're only like a hundred years old, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we are finding that, yeah, there's some, we can trace in heredity and families, we can tr- we can trace it. Um, we've not narrowed it down to a gene yet. Um, I personally believe that narcissism develops not because of genetics, although who knows, right? You know, who really knows, but when I see it, I see a narcissistic parent and, you know, a kind of overbearing parent, you know, one the narcissist is one way and then the, the wife or the husband that's the nurse narci- that's not the narcissist kind of dotes on them. So, there's not a, there's a you know lack of discipline and um but yet at the same time there's no warmth coming from one of the parents there's a lot of uh a lot of times kids who are bullied as children that can be very traumatic that can turn people into narcissists sexual abuse uh physical abuse of any nature watching physical or sexual abuse going on between your parents as a child you know any really childhood trauma um, where the child feels really, really powerless mm-hmm. and it's not resolved can kind of turn into a narcissistic uh, personality in order for them to survive because they feel so small and so insignificant.
0: So what so, if what if you are a narcissist and I don't know, and you realize you have
1: these tendencies, is there anything you can do to like work through them? If that makes sense? Uh, Of course. I mean, you know, yes. I mean, yes and no. So the research will tell you no. Okay. I like to always think out of the box and never lose the part of us that is human and that is divine and that is something so much more powerful than anything clinical. So I think that if we can acknowledge which would be sort of interesting. Um, but if, if there was a person out there that could acknowledge, hey, I, I really have these narcissistic traits and I wanna work on it and I'm gonna go to a therapist and damn, I'm gonna I mean, I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> I suppose it could it could get a lot better. But that doesn't usually happen.
0: Hmm. That's uh so um so narcissists they lack empathy did do, 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 or they yes. just they just don't they just don't feel it they don't care about
1: other people they they care about other people as far as their needs are met so for example let's say um you have a narcissistic father okay and let's say his children are behaving and every, and the wife does everything he says and everything's going well, you might not see a lot of the, you know, horrifying traits coming Mm -hmm. out. But as soon as narcissists don't get their way, you'll see like a, you know, a whole nother person emerge. And Um, they never stay silent because nobody can please you all the time. Every time it's impossible, you know? So, um, you know, I think I just lost track of your question, but, oh, is there anything they, they, they can do? Oh, no, I just,
0: no, it's like, I just was wondering if, like their behavior, their personality is somebody, they just don't lack empathy. Like if you're going,
1: that's right. Yeah. They just don't. Yeah. And I was saying, they just don't feel it, you know? Um, you know, like, for example, let's take a a habitual, someone who habitually cheats on their partner. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've worked with people like this. They really don't care. They don't care. They don't.
0: So why would anybody want to be involved with somebody like that? If they, if they just don't care? I mean, what kind of life would that be? I mean,
1: it's a horrible life. And they
0: they seem like they just, they're just like, they're looking for gratification at their own expense, you know, somebody else's yes. expense. Yes. They need to win. You know, they, they, they just yes. sort of like, um, like who could you give me an example as a narcissist, uh, somebody <laughs> yeah. out there in the public eye? Okay. So God, I can give you so many that
1: I think, but I'm just, I don't want to get in too much trouble, but let's see. Um, I think Grant Cardone is. uh, Do you know who he is?
0: Not really.
1: Okay, so let's. Well, how about is
0: Donald Trump a narcissist?
1: Yes, Donald Trump is without a doubt a narcissist. Yes, in my opinion, in my professional opinion. Now, that doesn't mean you know because I don't want to get political or anything. That doesn't mean if someone's a narcissist, it doesn't mean that they can't be successful or intelligent or you know good at what they do. Mm-hmm. It just means that in their personal relationships and the way that they treat people, is not going to be very great? Like, if you look at what happened with Donald Trump, um, you know, he, we would constantly hear of him firing like, people. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, in the beginning when he took um office was like oh my god every day there was like 50 people fired and it it was uh, like crazy chaotic
0: well you know who else sounds like that is that camilla harris she was always oh yeah she seems like she would be a narcissist big time big time i did
1: i actually did a show (laughs) i have to find it but i did a show and i i was diagnosed just for fun and i diagnosed um joe biden come uh Kamala, Kamala Harris and uh, Donald Trump and I think somebody else and explained why I gave them that diagnosis, you know, just for fun. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all, you know, you could almost bet that, you know, 95% of people who are high up in politics are probably narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to hurt so many people and you have to you have to make so many deals. You have to do so much lying to get
0: yeah i would exactly. seem to it, to to actually do something like that you probably sh- you have to be a narcissist because who would want to deal with all that
1: exactly and one of the things i find interesting about donald trump is that different from the typical narcissist we're used to seeing in politics is that he was exactly who he was he wasn't really a con artist he just was he was and you could hate him or you could love him but there was no hiding his personality mm-hmm. so and there are a lot of narcissists like that they're just out there you know and you wow these people are really abrasive and rude and you know so you have those types but then you also have the more you know underhanded you know i think the pop term is covert you know where maybe like a joe biden who you know smiles and says nice things but behind doors he's Selling out all kinds of things, you know. Yeah, so, you know. So it's you know when you're when you're looking at power, who's looking for that kind of power? A narcissist. You know? A narcissist. Who wants to, like you said, who wants to run the country? Who wants that in this that spotlight to take over their lives mm-hmm. and have to deal with everything? You know, you could almost count. It would have to be you know somebody who is narcissistic.
0: Yeah. It just seems like if you're with somebody like that, you feel like you'd probably feel like you're on eggshells all the time or you're dry. You're on a treadmill. Why am I, I can't get off this, this relationship. Why do I keep doing it to myself? It's like, how do you, how do you break free from it if you don't want it? Cause I, I know a lot of my female friends are, they're involved with people who are men who are, are narcissists and they just, they're just like looking for the abuse. And I'm like, why? why do you put up with it just walk away i I don't it's it's like hard it's hard because
1: i don't think anyone's looking for it i I really don't believe that i think what happens is when we enter our romantic relationships you know if we want to understand them i think we have to look at where were we when we began the relationship
0: Mm
1: -hmm. where we developed you know, were we 18? Were we 40? Okay. Did we like ourselves? Did we know who we are? Did we,
0: you know, do we not,
1: you know? So if you look at the health, the mental health of the individual at the time they entered the relationship, that can be look really different 10 years into the relationship. So.
0: But I don't understand how that is, Elizabeth. Like, how can you be with somebody you think that loves you and care for you but they don't have any empathy for anything that you do like you know if you're going through a certain they just oh well i'm sorry get over it you know whatever despite their i
1: I think well see it's not that simple because narcissists are very manipulative okay so there's a whole sort of brainwashing manipulation that goes into that and what narcissists will do is in the beginning of a relationship you know they do what's called love bombing you know and they'll you know buy you presents every day and write you love letters and you know try to sweep you off your feet and and then once they have you then they'll start playing mind games with you they criticize you and you kind of get under their spell and you can't figure out what's going on and women i think have a really hard time getting away from narcissistic men because narcissistic men display so many traits that we were taught to admire. Okay. Strength, you know, um, very, um, you know, masculine sort of that um, I'm going to say patriarch, but kind of patriarchal traits that we were taught makes a man, a man. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very confusing. You know, most of the women who have been with narcissists in my 15 years of practice have been the most fantastic women you'd ever meet. Hmm. Beautiful, smart, high achieving um, people who just give and give and give. And they, they're very selfless and they don't understand that they're allowed to have wants and needs just like their partner. So a lot of times when I get them in therapy, it's not really working on the narcissist or, you know, maybe it's defining what a narcissist is so they can understand what they're dealing with, Mm -hmm. but then it's counseling that person into loving themselves and to understanding what value they bring to the table and then having them build the strength to walk away. But it's, it's, It sounds like, you know, it's when you're not a therapist or when you're when you're not, you know, in the world, I guess, that I'm in with mental health, it's Mm -hmm. from the outside, yeah, it's black and white. It's like, oh hey, someone's not being nice to you, break up with them, you know, or divorce them. But it's just not simple like that. You know, people have family you know, wrapped up with each other and, um, you know, finances and -hmm. and all kinds of emotional experiences that, you know, no matter what's going on, they can be very hard to break away from. So that's kind of where I come in. Can they
0: change? Can they, can they change their behavior so they're not a narcissist anymore?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I've, you know, in all of my years of being, okay, I'm 47, which is, you know, so I've been on the earth for 47 years and I've been there, been in mental health for like 15 or so years. I've never seen it. I've seen some, I guess some people who maybe have some traits, but don't really qualify for the full, full blown, you know, disorder diagnosis. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of those people be able to get a hold of themselves and and do better. And I do believe that people change because I'm a therapist. I mm-hmm. better. You know, mm-hmm. or I better not be in this business. But when it comes to narcissism, when it comes to personality disorders, it's highly so unlikely.
0: So no matter like once you're a narcissist, you're always a narcissist. <laughs> There's no way to change. So not y- really. So no. if you want to be abused in a relationship, then you just have to learn to live with it, or you just get out. Is that what you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, what I tell people when they come to me, you know, first of all, they don't know narcissism really. People don't. A lot of people don't really understand it. Like they hear it spoken about in mm-hmm. pop culture, but they don't really know what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't but know what it was. I just thought it was like a narcissist is somebody who who likes to beat up people. You know, like to make themselves feel better. But that's what I thought a narcissist was.
1: Well, that could be a trait of a narcissist, Mm -hmm. but that's not the whole picture, you know? Um, So a lot of times, you know, people come into therapy, you know, distraught because this relationship is, you know, going so poorly and they're being treated this way. But then, but then the, 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 the partner's really nice, and so it gets confusing because it's an abusive cycle. Mm-hmm. I hurt you, I abuse you, then I'm really nice to you, so you want to stay. I hurt you, I abuse you, I apologize, I'm really nice to you, so you want to stay. Okay, that's the cycle. So when you are thinking about, um, you know, like, you're, when you're thinking about change or you're thinking about, you um, you know this relationship that's so painful for you i have to get people to understand it's about you it's not about the person that's bothering you 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 can't change other people mm. you, you can't you can you can i think if you have two healthy people who really come in to love each other then yes they can change and heal and grow together and it's it's beautiful and it's lovely but if you have two really even if you have one really messed up person with a really lovely person, it's just not going to work out well. And so I try to get people, clients to understand that, okay, I think if, if, if you don't want to call this person a narcissist that you're with, okay, fine. But let's just say that they're toxic. Let's just say that they're destructive. Yeah. Um, but- you can either live with it and I'll teach you some coping skills. You can live with it if that's what you want. Or we can explore you first mm-hmm. and and let's see once we do a little self-exploration where you may be, because you might be then once you start knowing yourself and loving yourself and understanding yourself, you might be like, what the hell am I doing with this guy? I'm out of here. Exactly. <laughs> but, for to, but for me to tell somebody that on a first session is a bit presumptuous and people may not be ready to hear that. So. You know, I have to be very patient Mm
0: -hmm. with people. And it doesn't have to be just a love relationship. It can be like a a sibling or a parent that's a narcissist.
1: Absolutely. And And those are really, really, really difficult because, you know, with with those relationships, what I get that's so painful from my clients is, but it's my mom. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. her but it's my dad, but it's my sister, but it's my brother. And that could be a whole nother show. Because-
0: exactly. It's like, how do you deal with it? If it's somebody you you have to, you want to be connected to, I mean, because right. with a relationship is, you know, a significant other, you can just say, okay, I've had it. I can't do it anymore. I'm done being your, what do you want to call me a doormat? Um, walked all over and it, it's 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 so distressing because i see so many people men included that are involved with a relationship with somebody who basically abuses them i mean how yeah. much they they just they get off of this like they kind of get off abusing people i don't understand like why
1: um yeah. listen i mean if abusive people you know you know the old saying Hurt people hurt people, right? So, so when you are unhappy with yourself, Mm -hmm. when you are depressed, when you are miserable for whatever misery loves company,
0: (laughs) maybe that's it.
1: Yeah, you just some Mm -hmm. people are just mean and they just take it out on other people. Mm -hmm. And they actually, I do think people who abuse feel empowered. Yeah,
0: it's like they they like it, makes them feel like stronger or something but how can, is there a way that you can you know play their game to get like try to sway yes. them
1: yes but yes there's a way but i mean i again i've been doing this for so many years so you know i can do it with my eyes closed but you know i i tell people i can teach you how to do it but you know when if you do that you're never really being authentic to yourself it will keep things quiet for a little while and i can teach you how to do it i mean basically you have to stroke them you know you Mm -hmm. have to tell them how wonderful they are and how perfect they are and yes you're right and and that just kind of keeps them quiet yeah but i mean who really wants to live like that
0: i I don't know any i mean i I struggle with this every day because like I said, I now have friends that are involved with people like that. And like, why do you put up with it? I know you said, because they feel trapped. Maybe they have kids or something like that.
1: I mean, there's so many reasons. I mean, I, the most common excuses that I get is it, you know, for the kids, I'm staying for the kids or I don't have the money. And while listen, they, those things, are true consequences. Okay. I mean, kids are hurt when there's divorce, um, especially when they're little. Um, and that's a fact. Okay. So that's, that's, I tell well, that's true. Okay. Yeah. You're, that's probably, okay. You can save the kids, but what are the kids then seeing? Mm -hmm. What are they seeing their parent acknowledge is okay. And what is that doing to them? So, Really, what's the better choice? And then a lot of people, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of women who don't have the money. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have enough money. And the, the narcissistic husbands threaten them and control them with money. So yeah, that it's was... real. I mean, I get it. It's real. But I really believe that beyond all of that,
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: the, the, the one thing that really is the truth that keeps people from getting out of relationships that are abusive or unhealthy for them is a lack of love for yourself.
0: Yeah. Self-esteem. Yeah.
1: If you don't love yourself, you will get into all kinds of predicaments with other people.
0: That's, that's, that's so sad to hear men and women that they would rather be in a relationship with that, with somebody like that. I mean, if you love yourself, why would you want to put yourself through that? I mean, it's,
1: well, most people have never had the opportunity you know so many people have not had the opportunity to work on themselves. you mm-hmm. know we all you know come from different types of childhoods and have been through different things and have been told different messages about ourselves and we're all going to pick up on those messages in a different way. Some of us are more sensitive, some of us can brush it off. Mm-hmm. And then we have all of these life experiences, which can really, um, you know, shape a person. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't think anybody wants to be abused. No, nobody wants I don't to be abused. Think... Everybody is looking for love under everything. But when you miss, not to sound like Whitney Houston, but <laughs> when you miss the greatest love of all, <laughs> which is learning to love yourself, when yeah. You, if you don't get that, and I don't believe most people understand that, then you are very vulnerable to getting into situations with people that, you know, could turn out to be quite destructive. Yeah, I think. And that could be any relationship, mother, father, sister, brother.
0: I think the greatest gift you can give a child as a parent is the, to teach them how to love themselves so they don't fall to victim to somebody like that. You know, it's it's unfortunate.
1: Exactly. That is important, but unfortunately, we don't live in a utopia, and that's not really done. Yeah. You know, um, the 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 real, I mean, the real statistics that I see as a mental health counselor of what's going on out there is not pretty. No. So you know, I think a lot of people have children that probably shouldn't, and yeah. a lot of people have kids, and then they just do the best they can because it's life is hard you know life is beautiful but life is very hard at times so we do the best we can with what we have and you know when you're i guess in my position as a therapist you know i've been through so much of other people's life experiences with them Mm -hmm. i don't judge them you know i I just say you know it could happen to any of us yeah because it could
0: yeah since we talked about the characteristics of a narcissist and how can you protect yourself against the destructive narcissist in your life
1: well i think you have to learn to set boundaries i think boundaries are the most important thing in any relationship whether it's healthy or not healthy in fact you know boundaries make relationships healthy and boundaries basically are you know you you and your partner or you and your friends and family kind of having a conversation about what is and what is not. Okay. So if you have a narcissist, you know, they can be very mean and very critical. Mm. So um, I had a situation just the other evening um, where I had sort of a narcissistic family member, um, you know, make a comment to me and I just, I just immediately walked away the first time. And then the second time I just looked her right now. And I, you know, I said, do not speak to me this way. Just don't, I'm not going to take it. And they get pretty scared off when you can do that. So I think you have to set boundaries with people and say, you know, these are my expectations. My expectations are that, you know, I'm only going to be around people who honor me. So you can either honor me and, and, and treat me respectfully, or then I don't need to be in your life. Or we can just see each other, you know, if you're my mom, you know, and we can see each other once a month, or Mm -hmm. we can just talk on the phone. And I think you have to really look at those boundaries and see, you know, do you have them? Do you have boundaries? Do you set boundaries with people in relationships? Do you even know what a boundary is? Do you know how to set them. And I think boundaries are the most incredible game changer um, of life. When you know how to set your boundaries, your life will just change into something really incredible.
0: And just show them what you won't tolerate. You know, I won't tolerate yeah. it. Just walk away. It's, it's a little, it's a little um. Easier said than done when you're in a relationship like that, like, you know, just to walk away, then you have the, once you do, then you start having your doubts. And I think, isn't that what narcissists like? They like you to doubt yourself.
1: Yeah. I think narcissists, you know, they're all, they, they play a lot of head games. So again, that's why there's such a cycle with narcissists and that's how they keep you because they go from, um, you know, they'll be really nice and they can be very charismatic and mm-hmm. very charming. And, oh, my God, this person's so great. And then they'll do something really awful and then they'll apologize. And that's how they bring you back in. And then they'll be really, really, really nice.
0: It's so, sort of like a wife beater. Like they would, you know, I'll, oh, I love you so much. You know, I'll hit you. I'll never do it again. And hit you again. Oh, I swear I'll never do it again. And give them a kiss. And they try to make up. And it's just the cycle just keeps going
1: yes that's what it's, it's exactly the same cycle as it doesn't really matter if you're hitting somebody with your hands or if you're hitting somebody with your words
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you hit somebody it hurts and you know there's a difference between regular marital banter and arguing and abuse
0: well, how There's do you, how do you, how do you recover from a relationship with a narcissistic? How do you get, go on?
1: It's very hard. Um, you know, I've worked with people for years afterwards um, and it gets all the things we talked about. It's setting boundaries with everybody, you know, learning how to set boundaries, learning about yourself, mm-hmm. learning about, you know, where your voice is. I mean, women, especially, um, lose their voice. They don't have a voice and it's giving them that voice back and, and men too. I mean, it's not just a a female problem, but women have a much harder time setting boundaries than men in general, I would say. Um, but it's, you know, it's boundary setting. It's, it's, you know, working on yourself and, and empowering yourself, to, you know, really make a commitment to yourself about what you want your relationships to look like and then sticking to it.
0: Yeah. It's like honoring your feelings, your grief, despair, anger, sense of injustice when your in relationship with somebody. And, and if it doesn't make you feel good, then I think it was time to just try to move on. Or, I mean, why do you, you know, you you have to determine what do you want? Do you want to live with this? or do you want to value yourself and your feelings aren't wrong just because this person thinks they are. So it's uh, there's so much valuable information we talked about in such a short time. Is there anything yeah. you, do you want to give people to take away from um, what, what, what should they, a little bit of advice in a, what direction they should go? if they are in a, in a relationship via, if it's a relationship, you know, a husband, wife, lover, or parent or sibling, what would you, what kind of advice you would give them on to take away? Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I think the first piece of advice is I would say take a step back and don't make any drastic decisions, but take a step back and really think about yourself and put yourself First, and think about does this relationship match what I really, really want?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And if you feel like you're really trapped and you don't know how to get out, you need to seek help. You have to talk to a professional. Uh-huh. Nobody can do this by themselves, not even other therapists that I've known who've been in relationships with narcissists. You know, everybody needs help. And everybody needs an objective voice and a place they can go and not be judged for the situations that they're in. So I think take a step back and slow down is always good advice for anything and put yourself as number one. You're the most important person. And when you really believe that your life will change. And a lot of us need a lot of help believing that because we've been told the opposite for most of our lives. So, you know, I'm very available. I mean, it's, I'm easy to find on um, Facebook, I'm on Instagram, YouTube, my website, actuation-counseling.com. And um, even if it's just a session, you know, sometimes you just wanna, hey, I just want one session to, to guide me, I've done that for people, but I think, reading on the internet is only going to get you so far because you're going to get a lot of misinformation um but it's it's not a bad start at least you're doing something to help yourself so my advice is always slow down and reevaluate absolutely
0: And Leslie, take care of yourself self-care is the most what narcissists hate so it's this essential (laughs) healthy well thank you so much they don't like your therapist either no at all well thank you so much for joining us today. Sorry did we got off on a wrong track with like trying to log in. No, it's
1: okay. Thank you for hopefully having me. we'll have yeah, you back
0: me. on for the next topic or, you anytime know. it'd be
1: my <laughs> pleasure and I'm really honored that you thought of me and I appreciate it and I hope it was helpful to everybody who was listening.
0: I hope so too. Well thanks Elizabeth. You have a good day. Well, there you go, folks. If you have a narcissist in your family, there's a way to get out or you can stay and learn to live with it. So check out mental health is so important these days to treat yourself, love yourself. I just want to say one, we have five minutes left to the show. I just want to recap on some things we were talking about last night on chasing prophecy with the, the chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, I got a couple of emails today I really didn't like, um, apparently, um, pets are getting sick. And this is going closer to Mars, Pennsylvania, Beaver County area. I've gotten two messages on Facebook regarding this. So if you see that your pet's not feeling good, take them inside, take them to the vet, see if they could be tested. This particular pet was tested for the vinyl not doing well. And then I got a, a message from another friend who said that she got a, um, form letter from her doctor on ways to, to protect yourself in regards to any kind of toxins that you might be, um, exposed to. And what was some of the things they said to do is make sure you eat healthy, move your bowels daily, um, get a lot of fresh air, get a purifier, um, and make sure it's clean with a carbon based filter. So that's very important. Um, And drink um, dandelion tea, anything that's gonna help your lymphatic system. But if you see that you're not feeling good, go to your doctor, stay outside if if it's really windy. At this point, I think it's too late. And all we can do is hope and pray that we aren't affected by it. And unfortunately, Biden was not there. He did not go. He's too busy in Poland and Russia. And Kelly, I don't know what else we can say in the last few minutes. But thanks for sticking by me as my wing gal in the background if I need ya. Uh, unfortunately this this show the beginning started off a little shaky, but <laughs> I think it ended good shit a lot of information there's um, one other thing yeah, I, to... I, I apologize for being on mute most of the time I have a, a little girl here who's <laughs> talking a lot today so <laughs> she can always join the, the show you can have a little giggle here and there it doesn't hurt anybody yeah um, I think she gave us a lot of valuable information which is good um, we all need that I know I, I talk a lot about my my relationships with um, family and a few friends that I think are <laughs> but hopefully next week's show is gonna be a little bit better. We have a woman on the show that's gonna tell us a little bit about her near death experience and how she overcome using affirmations to kill her body. <laughs> Sounds interesting. But I'm gonna go ahead and call it a day. Have a great day. Get your ashes, go to church. <laughs> We all have to go to church for a little bit during Lent. I think I should get there early because I'm losing my mind. That's we had a great show last night, but we're going to end the show now. See you later, and remember, life is art. Live yours in color. Good night, everybody.